up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View Podcast. I'm here. I'm Trey. I'm, I'm here to talk with my brother, Travis. Travis, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great over here. Boy, I'm doing good here. Doing good. Just living the truth for the cause. No more bullshit 2020. That's what I say. You know what we're doing here on Deja Vu? We're what? we're living the American dream story. We are the dream stories we're talking about. Dream story, boys. Season three of Home Improvement. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. There is a Home Improvement That one caught podcast. me. <laughs> I don't know why Tim you know Allen just popped up. I don't know. Uh, you know, you, I, I, we have a mutual... Well, I think he's my friend. You know who he is. Okay. That listens to, an, or used to listen to a home improvement podcast. Oh, there. Okay. Uh, first of all, you're breaking news to me. There's a home improvement podcast. There Please is. Please point me in the correct direction. Uh, it's somewhere on the internet. So I'll, I'll find it because I'm, I'm, I'm about home Can improvement. Can you guess who this person is? Okay. So a person that I know. You know. Listens. Well, yeah. It's someone that you know. Is it Matt Birmingham? No. He wears flannels, so he could be a big Al fan. <laughs> it's not Matt. <laughs> he does not work at the ticket anymore. Oh, he I'll just not- say that. Okay, is it a former guest on the podcast? Um, no. No, um. Well, we've only no, had three, no, no, so. No. Who are the three? Who are the three? We've had Dan McDowell of okay. the Ticket in Dallas. We've had uh, Tim Krajewski. Okay, of... so no, yeah, no, 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 no. Because yeah, Austin no. was the third. So yeah, no. Austin was the third. Okay, I, I think I might have to give up if they're you, former. Well, think of, I, I was having to think about it, so think. Okay. Who so f- would I have to think about? Former Ticket employee. Yes. Somebody I know, which could be anybody that worked at the Ticket, I guess. Yeah. Someone that... Could possibly still be a guest on this podcast. It's in the works, maybe one day. Someday soon. It'd be easy. It'd be an easy book, too. I know you're teasing this really hard, and I appreciate that. Someone that is, uh, I do a show with Connor Rising Hoover. Yes, Connor Rising Hoover. Listen to it. Home Improvement Podcast. Thank you. I needed the. You were down. You were down to maybe one (laughs) podcast uh, co-host left. Not Adam. (laughs) Okay, so you had two left. I had a fifty-fifty shot. Yes. There you go. Okay. Well, Connor, please shoot me that uh, Home Improvement information. Yeah. You happen to be listening to this. We're not talking about. We're not talking about Home Improvement, brother. No, not today. We're talking about. That great conservative television <laughs> watch, American Horror Story Season 2. Yeah, but given the uh, the content of the third episode this week, I don't, I'm just going to have to say I don't think this is a conservative show. Really? Yeah, I don't think that the conservative constituent would approve of The Coat Hanger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. Okay, so like the first two episodes, I felt like were pretty reserved compared to the other, the rest of the season. It was way more grounded in like emotion mm-hmm. and things like that. And then in the third episode, we are full blown showing a lady stick a coat hanger up her coochie and her bleed out. Yeah, we saw that. 
It was all and there. And we saw aliens. The aliens. I told you that was coming back. They're coming back. Uh, the pinhead girl is an alien. That's what I'm. That's what I'm assuming is she's some sort of alien human uh, hybrid, and she's alien been put alien? here to take care of Grace and baby. Who gave Grace the baby? Was that Kit? Kit's Kit. Kit. Yeah, and I don't know that Doctor Arden. Uh, we'll get more into the weeds as we move along, but like I don't know that Doctor Arden's theory that Kit is the experiment and is their their uh, uh, like subject. I don't know that that's gonna hold water. I don't remember totally. But uh, I, I believe Kit is is the father of the child. Okay. Mari says the I, test I, is possible. I, I feel like this is a show where someone might die, but they're not really dead. It's, it or if they're like dead, that. they could easily come back in some sort of way. Yeah, because of the alien stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing a lot of that. This isn't, and, and this isn't like in an alias kind of way where... Uh, It'd be like, Alias's mom dies. But then she comes back in season four. Oh, mm-hmm. it was a ruse all along. Uh, that <laughs> stuff is, sucks. But this is more like this weird supernatural deal going on. So the first episode is when we get the uh, Angel of Death, correct? Dude, yes. Uh, Frances Conroy. Uh, she's a great like character actress. Mm-hmm. She's been in a ton of things. I think she might have been Marshall's mom on How I Met Your Mother. Did not watch that show, so I would not know. But she's great. I thought she did an awesome. I thought she did a great job with this character. Yeah, I, I found it a bit creepy. I do find people with angel wings a bit creepy. I thought you would love this character. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. I do, I do, I do. But like I, I noir, do, I do find that. El, noir, angel of death. Yeah, I, I do like that though. I, when I say creepy, I mean in a good, th- good way. Yeah, like it's, it's very kind of. Oh, it's foreboding, and it's very uh, I just thought you were going to come in raving to me about Noir Angel of Death. I do like Noir Angel of Death. I do like anything that has Noir in the name, like Black Noir from The Boys, which I've been watching. The Boys. So I started the first uh, couple episodes of the second season. I wasn't as into it. I might have to restart it. Of the second season? Yeah. You weren't into it? Okay. I think it's good. I think... Hmm. I don't know. I have a few opinions. I don't, I don't know if uh, not to talk about another show on this show, which we do a yes. lot. But I think they are trying to. Um, I think Homelander didn't seem as horrible in season. Like he was horrible. But yeah, but it as. feels like it's up to a new level. They're um, hamming it up. <clears throat> I'm a pretty big shill for Seth Rogen and just about anything that he he t- puts Is his he hands on. This? Yeah, it's his okay. his story. Uh, it's him and Evan Goldberg, I believe, okay. and um, and I've loved their their foray into television with uh, Preacher. Haven't yeah. finished all of it, but really like their stuff. I, and like I said, I wasn't fully paying attention. I wasn't fully bought in to watch it. I just kind of turned it on, and I need to restart because I loved the first season. I thought it was yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, second season's real good, and I'm, I've, been, I've heard it's like better than the first season, which you know people say stuff like that all the time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, whole, I mean, it's a great character, and I see what they're trying to do mm-hmm. but i don't i feel like i didn't see some of that in season one yeah where it's like they're trying to kind of make him kind of jump the shark on him a bit i don't know about jump the shark i just feel like they're tr- they're trying to give him certain attributes that he might not have had in season one to kind of make more of a statement sure about the world yeah. yeah. Like I said, I wanna I wanna B- try because in season one I, I saw him as like a 
just a celebrity slash politician that has gone rogue and he's just a bad guy. Now he's sort of like, oh, he's white supremacist. Like actually a sinister being. Yeah. What, which is cool. I think that's awesome about him. Mm-hmm. Not to talk. I've about read really, really show. good. Yeah, I've read really, really good reviews of like the the portrayal uh, of the character for this season. I just need to dig more into it. It's it's really cool because it's it's a horrible person that could murder everybody, but he's really yeah. famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like he's a bad guy and he can also kill millions of people. Sure. Yeah. Whenever yeah. he wants. Whenever yes. he wants. Anyway, on this, there are no people in this that could kill millions of people with their eyes. There's just yeah, people with devil. We don't powers. know that about the aliens. They might be able uh, to. That's true. The aliens probably could. Uh, maybe Sister uh, Mary, right? I think she's more of a, a one-on-one type of type of uh, strength. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but she could pull some strings. You know, she like could. She's, she's looking for Rome. She wants to get to yeah. the Pope. Yeah, and she's doing. She's she's way better at like getting others to do her bidding for her. Right. Like right. her her strength is more her mind than her brute strength. And I guess Doctor uh, the Doctor uh, probably killed a whole bunch of people when he was a Nazi doctor. Yeah, I bet his body count is pretty high. But I feel mm-hmm. like uh, when the prey is fed straight to you, you get some you get deductions off that. It's like the uh, you know. <laughs> Never mind, okay. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'm Try, not going to yeah, say it. Better not no, I'm just going to stay away from there. that joke. I'm just yeah. Gonna, just going to stay away from that. All right. Back away. Back to the show. <laughs> so this one, we get some appearances of the Angel of Death. This is sort of her episode. Yeah, we've got, what, uh, three, uh, three characters that are clamoring for the sweet release of death. In this yeah, we episode. get Miles, who can hear voices in his head, and he's possessed by some kind of voice. Yeah, uh, and I think that might be a little bit of a precursor for uh, for 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 Baby Bloody Face in in the second episode here. But mm-hmm. also, it's it's an addition to our creepy shit. We have uh, voices telling us to do things now. Yeah, yeah, which is sort of. I guess you do get that in a mental hospital, right? That is yeah. a. Yeah, it was we were bound to come upon a a character that's hearing some voices. This is like a show that doesn't it sometimes doesn't it seems like it doesn't care that much about mental instability or mental health in a mental institution. How do you it mean? It feels like that it just I don't I feel like we have a lot more angels and demons and mm-hmm. aliens and stuff than We're we not do necessarily like, dealing with uh like schizophrenics. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, I do have a small argument against that. Is okay. that most of the folks that you would consider to be like schizophrenic or psychopathic or whatever aren't patients. Everybody inside seems to have like disabilities more mm-hmm. than mental instability. Whereas like Dr. Arden is uh, like a selfish, self righteous man that clearly is a bit of a uh, sociopath. Then so you Dr. Have, Arden probably should be in this mental institution. I mean, theoretically, and then you have Bloody Face, obviously, who clearly belongs in a mental institution. Yeah. In the second episode, you have Lee Emerson, who is a sociopath and definitely belongs there. Uh, but for the most part, or Sister Jude, somebody that has uh, delusions of grandeur and... Uh, is kind of splitting at the seams, even though she's becoming a more and more sympathetic character to us. Uh, you know, I, I think it's kind of a show that 
there are men, there are mental uh, mental disabilities that are way more destructive to society that at that time weren't necessarily recognized yet Mm -hmm. or even able to be tracked like uh bloody face is a perfect example of the classic like when he tells his story and when his son tells his story it's classic psychopath uh character characteristics from the book say i started exactly killing animals and then that wasn't enough and went on to humans and that's the difference between there's your commentary on modern day uh, modern day mental health and back in the 50s and 60s is the doctors in the 50s and 60s were putting were not even paying attention to those things no. whereas that doctor that and I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but the doctor that's talking talking to baby bloody face as soon as she he says skin to cat she immediately recognizes where she's at and who is yes. what is sitting in front of her yeah that was weird uh, not to go get ahead of ourselves, but we kind of are here now. Uh, is that like, what do you do in that situation if you're a psychiatrist and someone comes to you and says that? Well, in uh, I know you're the... supposed to say like, uh, you know, I'll call for professional like police or yeah. Well, do you the uh, well the the HBO show The Leftovers tells us to feed into those fears or feed into those beliefs and kind of agree with the person until they until you can actually help them when they're not yeah. a danger to you mm-hmm. i don't remember that part uh it was just when uh kevin is talking to his wife and she's she tells him you never tell a psychotic that they're going through a psychotic break oh okay yeah so like in that situation when you'd be like that's fucking crazy dude you shouldn't be skinning people or cats mm-hmm. you just that's you know that it's it's such a shame that people uh, don't accept that there are things that people have a hard time getting over. That that was in the shield. That in episode one of the shield. That's what one of the 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 cops does with a, and I guess it's a little different because the cop was trying to get him to admit something, but or a detective. I don't know if he was a cop. He was a detective, um, but he was trying to kind of get this guy who was a pedophile to admit to where this girl might be. And he was like, kind of saying like, you know, pedophilia, it's just like homosexuality. It's going to be okay in a little while. And it's, Hey, it's not that bad. And you should be okay with yourself. Now I know like uh, he was trying to like, uh, kind of like, you know, yeah. And I know age IJB has had discussions on like the progression of what like sexually will be acceptable in yeah. 50 years. Does it progress, you know, where we were 50 years ago to where we are now to in 50 years where like there's people standing in court, like arguing that pedophilia is a natural thing and shouldn't be prosecuted upon. Not to get into, well, I don't know. I How have about a, we get back weird... to Dark Cousin? Yeah, I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I have a weird argument about that. With like, do, do people have? Is that an inherent, uh, like animalistic thing we have, or does is that from like mental illness? I don't know because it seems like a lot of rich people do that. <clears throat> so. Yeah, uh, and I think that 
commentary yeah. on that, I think that mostly stems from boredom and power. Just like when mm-hmm. you can get anything you want, you will test those limits. I think mm-hmm. uh, at the heart of it, human beings are dirty, disgusting animals that will do whatever it is that will satisfy them in the moment. And when uh, given more and more and more and more and more and more, you're going to grab more and more and more and more and you're going to reach for more and more. And more our show and more. is so uplifting. Let's talk about our uplifting <clears throat> show some more. Yeah, let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about Dr. Arden and Grace. A little bit yes. here, uh, as Grace not doing so well after being abducted by aliens last week. Uh, but that's not what Sister Mary Eunice is accusing Doctor Arden of. She's accusing him of uh, botching her hyster her forced hysterectomy, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is another great uh, great pissed. thing we can add. He's, He's not pissed. happy about it. No, I it, I didn't do this. I, I find it, it incredibly well. uh, fun for Doctor Arden to become like. All right, they've painted me into the corner. I've got to be a good doctor for about gotta, 24 hours here. It's got to be like Jack. He's, you know, making her have regiments of uh, medication. and Just to keep her keep her moving just, so he can yeah. clear his name. Uh-huh. He's like Jack and Lost now. That's what, that's what he is. He's turned into that. He's exactly Jack Wears and Lost. Wears a bunch of cutoff shirts. Kind of walking into shiny areas of yeah. rooms, not stumbling along, not making knowing what's going on. Making weird faces and breathing heavily. I will say you can tell that like he was clearly here at the beginning. James Cromwell was to be an imposing, scary yes. figure because yeah. in the last three episodes he has become just—I mean, not like a lab dog for Sister Mary Eunice, number one, and then number two, just way less scary. Even Kit, it like kind of is like, yeah, because like talking. they're having to work together, you know, yeah. and. Which was weird. I don't know. Like I wasn't. I did not trust him when he gave him that drink. I'm yeah, like, no, we'll oh, we'll get no. into that in the next step. Yeah. All right. Um. So also in this one, the the Lana escape. Oh, uh, hold on. Before we get to that. Okay. So Miles, the the guy who okay, yes. is hearing the voices, cuts his. Um, I guess he slits his wrists or slits yeah, his arms on a on a slicing on machine. a big old slicing saw, which is not great. And uh, then we get. Sister Mary and the Angel of Death meeting for the first time, dude. And so she says they're cousins. Yes. So so would that imply that she is Lucifer? No. So this is uh, this is angel lore, bud. Uh, All right, fall- let's hear the lore. So, so demons typically in lore are fallen angels, former angels that have rejected the ways of the Lord, and like they've... Payman. Yeah, Hail sure. Payman. Yeah, and they've fallen to earth, and Beelzebub. they are now whatever. Yeah, Beelzebub. Great, great. Doesn't Beelzebub just Satan? Satan no. is a is a demon. Really, I think Satan is like the overarching energy, I think. I think they're all Satan. Does that make sense? As Jesus is God, Satan is Beelzebub, and, and all the other demons. What's the lore? Let's hear the lore. Angel the- lore. Yeah, that they're fallen angels. So the angel of death is saying that Sister Mary Eunice is a cousin, a fallen angel. She is an, a but former angel. angel. Of death is not. Angel of death is an angel, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Is a current angel, and she is saying that Sister Mary Eunice is a cousin, a fallen angel, a demon. She's a demon. She's a demon. That's how I read it, and that's that. I mean, look, my my master's degree in uh, in demon lore and theology and yeah. theology. <laughs> Yes, yes, I prefer you know people in 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 the space call it demon lore, but demon theology, lore sounds yeah. a lot more badass than theology. Why don't you? Why I'm do you think people in the space lore. call it that? A demon <laughs> lorist, demon lore man, demon lore man, loreman, 
You just play Doom a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I got from that, and that was uh, and that's probably the most <clears throat> insight into Sister Mary Eunice that we we got. That's the first time we've ever seen her be spooked at all. Yeah. Then you then you hear her the actual her mm-hmm. you know come out like please release me and she's scared. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And then is was it in this? Uh, did we get that in a previous episode where they went through her like being naked in the pool and all that? And, like had to jump. Yes, we did. That yeah. was in a previous episode. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> I couldn't remember if that came out here or not. Yeah. Uh, but I, I that was that was a very powerful scene. Overall, these first two episodes I felt were extremely comparatively grounded to the other episodes. A lot of emotion being conveyed, uh-huh. kind of relying more on creepiness than like out at, you know right out scares. Uh, the it kind of like these characters have been run through the the gauntlet over the last you six seven that. episodes, yeah. yeah, and they're drained and making really rash decisions. The, the it's a lot of people going through a lot of shit a in lot a sh- of times. In, in like I th- like I'm reading this as a relatively short amount of time. Oh too. yeah, because <clears throat> we started. I want to say it was like the show started in October. Like the sh- the timeline started in October, and the next episode we're getting to Christmas. So we're talking about you know two months here so far, maybe a couple months mm-hmm. of all this you know being shoveled down their throats. It's very interesting. Uh, let's see here. You want to get to Lana and her escape? Yeah, let's do <clears> that. <throat> so she is definitely getting raped by him now. We didn't know if it was a sexual thing, but Atelier is a sexual thing. Definitely is a sexual thing. That was that was uh very uh I don't know. It was it was daunting Graphic. when they like they started this you hadn't heard from her for a minute and they start with like pumping. Yeah. Yeah, not good. And uh then she <laughs> So then I can't remember so is this where Kit calls him, or is that also in a previous episode? That was a previous episode. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to figure Kit out where he was. Was he just upstairs? The, uh, he's talking to some officer, right? And he beats him up because he's like, "Hey, uh, uh, Grace died. The only person that's going to." Uh, okay, yeah, that's where. We, yeah, that's right. That's right. Kit. Yeah, he, Kit was talking to his lawyer, his new lawyer, mm-hmm. who is basically like, "Yeah, it doesn't really matter what Threadson uh, Threadson said or what he did. Like, you're you're not." You're gonna see the chair, pal. And that's a bit of a him, stretch that he just knocks him out, and then he just runs to the yeah. middle hospital. I like that actor though, the guy that was playing the lawyer. He's yeah. a he's a fun he's a fun dude. He's funny. He's a very lawyery kind of kind of guy. Yes, yes, very lawyery. Yeah, and we know what you're saying, pal. Doctor Arden, we know what you're saying over there. Okay, Hans Grouper. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> uh, so she escapes. She so. He comes down and he he's he's got to tell her. He's like, look, I think we can both uh, both admit to ourselves when when it, the jig is up. Oh yeah, he wants to kill her now. He's he's like, hey, all right, I'm look, it's it's over. I've had enough. I'm gonna kill you. You're not happy. I'm gonna make sure you don't feel any pain. And she sees the angel of death and she says, not now, not not today. now, not, not death, today. not now, death. Like Game of Thrones, not today. Exactly, exactly like that. Uh, so she fights her way out of there. Remember how that show ended? <laughs> we had to. We haven't done it yet. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It has. Uh, it went about as well as Lana's plan to keep 
right. Dr. Threadson concealed from everybody. That's about right. how well that went. Um, she fights her way out, gets out, and uh, of course she would get in the worst car. Yes, the get... worst one. <laughs> this that, guy just... Which was uh, Ethan from Lost. Yep. 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 Who's, uh, Isn't it fun? Definitely not not <laughs> Ethan in this. I think Ethan would be very nice and caring. And yeah, he would have taken her. He probably would have been in cahoots with Dr. Threads and brought her been. back. Yeah, probably would have been. Um, but, the, yeah, just the worst timing with Terrible. the worst person. The most incel guy ever, you know, uh, which was a bit on the nose. Because I... I, I you know, uh, but yeah, just the worst and, uh, really didn't play out for it. Did it? No, no. I mean, she it, survived, but yeah, it, it played out almost as well as Kit trying to save grace. Right. Uh, they both end up back in the, in, in the hospital. <laughs> uh, don't accomplish anything that they wanted no. to. Honestly, Kit's was like Lana's. Like that was not ridiculous. That 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 maybe not believable, but like that, and it sucks. But like that that was actually really interesting. Kit's rescue attempt of Grace was ridiculous. Well, she was already dead too, right? No, so like he burst in and Frank shot Grace. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, trying yeah, to shoot him. Great. Yeah, yeah. Like mo- like I'm not even saying like the storyline is bad, but just the way it was presented was it just felt stupid to me. It again, I think the show tends to like it walks in a straight line, but it'll wobble sometimes. I think. Yeah, you know? I totally yeah. agree, and I it, think that happens with especially like the next step, next the next episode where like it feels like in the this episode that we're in the plot doesn't really move a whole lot. We're it, adding information. They want Ian McShane. They like yes. Ian McShane. They gotta get Ian McShane. But in we that episode, do a Christmas episode. But like that, like moved the plot forward a ton. Yeah, all of that stuff did. Yeah. in this in Unholy Night, and then in the first episode, like very little, like moves the plot forward until like the last five ten minutes. All great. Loved the episode. I I like the Angel of Death and Francis Conrad. Like I I I love that. I think she was great mm-hmm. and perfect perfect doing like it having like an older lady do it was great i thought um we, just we the, do yeah, we do get some kit gets on my nerves <laughs> we do get some more backstory on sister uh jude mm-hmm. where oh, yes, uh, yes. she's not able to have children so we kind of see why like she got into this mess like her husband disowned her when he gave her syphilis mm-hmm. uh and wasn't able to have children then she got drove into alcohol was this when she went to visit the family yes and, and finds out she's that alive the, not dead so wait, why was it all in her head there's pictures of of this girl dead oh uh, uh pictures of her in her head in the road like laying in the road and then I she thought there just was newspapers that she died that they were looking for the oh uh, the person just involved in a hit run. and run nobody ever said that she was dead okay so she just assumed she was dead yeah pretty dumb pretty dumb but uh, i think it's been pretty well established that she's not like an educated character no not well thought out no the character's thought out but she's not thinking yeah no the character's great i love the character. yeah but she's so not let's go to uh <laughs> which i don't know if that makes it better or worse what that she's if, like if you had thought you this? if you thought you killed someone but you realized you didn't actually kill them you just left them for dead 
and they survived. That, I yeah. don't know that that. I don't think that it helps her uh, mental. It situation. does. Yeah, it doesn't help her. I don't think yeah. it helps her. I, in the end, because either way, like even if you like forgive yourself for not killing her, then you're in the situation that you mentioned. You could have. You could yeah. have just or, as well done it. You know. Yeah. Or. You're like, well, I just wasted 20 years of my life dwelling on this, and that kid was fine. (laughs) Which would be a really selfish way to look at it. But, but like, I I still think, though, like, I think you would still, even 20 years, you would still have some kind of guilt for leaving someone. Absolutely. That's what I think. Or just hitting them. She clearly does. That's, I mean, that's where she's, that's why her whole life has come to this point. Yeah. Let's get to. Ian McShane, I think maybe during this may not be his like, you know, uh, his shining moment or anything, his guest spot on American Horror Story. But I will contend that this is the era of Ian McShane at the height of his powers. What is he most famous for? Deadwood? I would say Deadwood, probably. He, I so, see him pop up here and there, but and he's been like he's been in things since like the seventies. But like yeah. the heavy portion of his career, at least in the states, has or I guess has been in Britain, mm-hmm. and like the heavy portion of his career in the states has been character work and uh, you know never really starring jobs until like the last what 10, 15 years. Deadwood, yeah. And then he was and in then, Hot Rod for Hot Rod, and that yeah. really got into stardom in Hot Rod. Yeah, and then he <laughs> and then he does. Uh, he's in John Wick now, and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know he's he is awesome. Mm-hmm. Just I think I think uh, there's a lot going on in this episode. <laughs> that like a lot, a lot going on. And I was reading uh, Ryan Murphy's take on it. He was like, "Well, we're gonna be airing during Christmas this year, and we 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 need a Christmas episode. Yeah, I get a we- Christmas special." How are we going to do it? And they were like, well, murderous Santa, obviously. Obviously. Uh, so there's a really, uh, I was telling you about a podcast, the No Sleep Podcast. Don't usually want pub non, uh, non-podcast on your network. but Yeah, way to go, man. If we you like scary stories and uh, if you like scary Christmas stories, that's where to go. And this feels straight out of that podcast. Yeah. Like uh, murderous Santa, the, the, the scene in the house with the family is like some of the most disturbing shit I've seen yeah. on television. Yeah, it's very well done because it's, you know, I'm like, okay, who's coming to save him? I'm like, well, nobody. <laughs> it doesn't he, seem like anyone is. Ian McShane plays unhinged better yeah. than just about anybody going right now. Mm. And man, oh man, he just, he played it so, I think he was, so he was apparently a big fan of the show and they pitched him on it and he immediately was like, I'm in, I'll yeah. do it. You want me to come in for a couple, three episodes? Okay, perfect. Um, uh, I thought I think I think he makes this episode, and I think he kind of makes part like the end of the show, just like the last, the back half. He really does. Is it he on for the rest of the the show? I, guess. I think he's got two or three more, maybe two episodes. He's got these two, and maybe one or two after that. I think. Yeah, can't remember. He's obviously he plays a pretty big role in these two here that we've got yeah. moving forward here. I thought it was gonna be a one and done. Honestly, I didn't think this guy was gonna be around because I'm like, oh, he's gonna especially the at the end when uh, you know Jude gets locked in the room with him yeah and she stabs him in the neck i i forgot that. i kind of i kind of had forgotten that he comes back after mm-hmm. that like uh he just he's just such a presence man maybe i don't know i love you mcshane <laughs> perfection he's perfection and then pairing him with sister or with uh jessica lang and all of those scenes i thought they worked beautifully together mm-hmm. 
the 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 scene at the end was per was just beautifully disturbing. <laughs> I yeah. don't. I, I it was man. Just the thoughts that Ryan Murphy has floating around up in that that dome. Of it his. might be a little too much. A little I mean, much. He does want to do a uh, a Jeffrey Dahmer series, which mm. it's one thing to do like fake. It's another thing to do real people. You know that it, have actually died. So is, now my question becomes: Is this the tenth season of American Horror Story, or is this the new American Crime thing. Story? I think it's a separate thing. I, just I guarantee he throws. I guarantee he throws that into the crime story bin. What's crime story? I've not seen So that, that was the OJ thing. That was oh, uh, okay. with uh, Cuba. That was yeah, American Cuba. Crime Story. I feel like they did another one, but I didn't They've watch it. They've done a bunch of Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, but it just it, it, that's always weird dramatizing stuff like that because it's It feels like low-hanging fruit. Well, it's real victims, you yeah. know? And, uh, look, I'm not going to clutch my pearls, but it's just a little weirder. So, like, would you be okay, so, like, when they did Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal, is that an appropriate amount of time to wait Mm, before you make a film Uh, adaptation? I think that was around the same time, actually, so that might be a good point. Um, About 20 years, 30 years? Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just watching American Horror Story and thinking it's going to be like American Horror Story. Yeah. And not thinking it's going to be, like, a serious take. Yeah. A serious take is fine. Like if this they do it, take. if they, I would assume he would do it in the crime story okay. light of things. Yeah, and it would I'm, be like that. I'm thinking ham-fisted, goofy American yeah. horror story. Now, maybe. if they do, now what if they incorporated Dahmer in there, like they incorporated like Anne Frank, you know, like just kind of a, a, a Here's side Jeffrey piece Dahmer. In the did Charles didn't they do Charles Manson, in like one of the seasons? I read something. No, I think Manson. you're thinking of Mindhunter. No, it was. I don't know. I, I guess it, there's ways you can do it, and it being okay. I think, I think if you if you start seeing victims, and what you if see bloody victim, face was Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, what if they replaced that murderer saw, with that? I think, I think when it goes too far is if you're portraying a real victim and you're having that person murdered on screen. So if you were okay, so would you basically so say you used. Uh, Okay, again, let's just say the the Zodiac killer, and you were doing it ten years after the Zodiac killer. I mean, they have Zodiac killing those yeah. two people on the yeah, screen. Yeah, for sure. So, but but, but, I, but so when you also, tell the story, you wouldn't yeah. tell like a victim's killing. I would. I you would obviously not make wouldn't the story use their names. About, I would not make the story about the serial killer. Uh, if the story is about the killer themselves, I would maybe hesitate showing the victims so like you probably wouldn't do what zach efron did and do a whole uh movie okay movie i want to see it i haven't seen it and it's okay it's it's all right you don't ever see the victims you never see him kill anyone though, i hate movie. i hate that i love zach efron and everything i see him in <laughs> he's good he's, he's great too, he's like dude. he's like one of those people he's too good looking to be a good actor exactly but he's good man he's like and he's a funny Channing tatum like, he is you're, definitely he's too good. I think he's funny. a better Channing Tatum. Ooh. I think I think I think he is a better was, actor than I Channing was Tatum. Very surprised by Twenty One Jump Street. I was too. He was very funny in that. Also yeah. surprised uh, on the Zac Efron, Zac Efron front for Neighbors. Yeah, he was, was really good. really good yeah. in that. Neighbors two sucked, but the first one was good. Neighbors two. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't like good. it because it was a bad uh, representation of fraternities. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
Sorry, pal. Yeah. Sorry, pal. I like um, so apart from uh, apart from Christmas Santa, he he will play a little bit of a role as we move I, forward. I'm probably <clears throat> I'm probably being a hypocrite when I say that. I don't know why Jeffrey Dahmer just seems different, and and just just I don't know. It's a little little. I don't know because yeah, I did really like the movie Zodiac, and they, you did see killings in that. Maybe it's just the tone, and I'm yeah. thinking it's American Horror Story where it's crazy and aliens and shit yeah. like that. I don't know. If it's done in the right way, I think almost any story can be told. Yes, I agree. So, um, trouble is afoot as Frank, Frank is starting to regret shooting uh, shooting Grace and whatever the superhuman thing is. Um, so he, he, he confides with Dr. Arden that he, he would like to go to the police. And about that time is when Jude decides she's going to break into the mental institution and uh, threaten Sister Mary Eunice. Uh, demon mary eunice where we get like a little bit more of like a real sister mary eunice a little bit and then that kind of ends as she tosses her into the, the canes yeah and and you kind of get the whole uh sometimes like you don't know the uh, the power exactly of sister mary eunice and absolutely you get that sometimes like in um uh the boys a little bit with uh home home uh home front oh. uh, what, <laughs> homelander homelander where it's like there are powers uh they tend like, not to use the real power that they have uh, right and like until they need to it does sister mary you know, like she seems like she knows everything but does she know everything and like sometimes she's like clueless about certain things sometimes mm-hmm. she knows everything so like there's sometimes inaccuracies on her full you don't really it's it's a little flip-floppy on what her powers are yeah i think and i I think that's kind of part of the mystery of that character is like how like what exactly is her motivations and what is she like how does she acquire the information that she does now that we do know she's not exactly abreast to everything Mm -hmm. but she can also touch bellies and tell us you know that they're still pregnant and stuff I don't know. Yeah, some some of that it's unclear, and I think it's kind of meant to be. And it's it just there's not a ton of mystery in this show, but the mysteries that we do have are kind of like knowing the full capacity of characters and what they yeah, are capable like, yeah. of, or the motivations or reasonings why things are happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the aliens, the aliens, which they do, uh, they do come back at the end of this episode. They do, um, but <clears throat> so. Jude is escorted out, and that's when we get uh, Doctor Arden and Sister Mary Eunice discussing their 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 couple of problems running afoot at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And of Mary Eunice assures Doctor Arden that she has it all under control. Even he's starting to get a little suspicious of uh, just how powerful she is. Oh yeah, uh, but he also is no uh, he's no turncoat either, so he's still on her side, and he helps sister jude get in and that's how she ends up in the uh in in the office with uh old ian mcshane yes and she beats his ass uh and she um throws him in solitary and then uh sister mary uh slices the officer's throat poor frank uh, yeah just cared about that girl too much yep. um also i think i uh did you ever did you ever watch a, do- uh, a robot chicken? I mean, I've watched Robot Chicken. I wouldn't say I ever watched it with ro- regularity. 
That show uh, is like, it's like an acid trip, that's man. That's 3 a.m., drunk yeah. as hell, high as hell, eating Taco Bell yes. after, a, after a party or going yes. out. That's what that show is. But there's always there's always the one where it was uh, that claymation, and it was like uh, some like Gumby claymation thing, and it was uh, with it was supposed to be like Son of Sam, mm-hmm. and it was like the kid who could hear the voices, and at the end, uh, the dog says, "It's time to clean the prison," or "Time <laughs> to clean cleanse the prison," and that's what I thought when she uh, let her uh, him out of the prison. So with the Santa Claus, it's time to cleanse the prison, <laughs> and I like. Uh... I love the Monsignor being completely enamored with uh, Sister Mary Eunice, and he's obviously already picked out Lee for his project. Yeah. Uh, as he's he's fully reformed, only sitting with one lady on his lap dressed as Santa, so that's mm-hmm. good. Um, and then of course we have everything that falls apart there at the end. But I did I did like the the bringing back of uh, of uh, the Monsignor, who he's great. Ralph Fiennes is great. He's really, really good. He plays this role really well. Yeah. <clears throat> and let's see. Oh, Threadson, of course, shows back up at the hospital after Lana and uh, Sister Mary Eunice butt hey, heads. Maybe we could just walk in and out of this hospital, can't they? Apparently, except for the, the patients that have yeah. a hard time getting out. Yeah. Uh, actually, they really don't have that no, hard of a time getting really. out. Really, like there's there's a couple of passages that they can use. It's just some of them are guarded by superhumans. Yeah. Uh, aliens you know, aliens and, and other uh, demons and whatnot yeah. gotta be careful it's that's a spooky, the uh, spooky <laughs> asylum that's the moral of the story is you gotta gotta look around those corners before yeah. you turn uh so threadson ends up back at the hospital and finds lana he's telling her that he's uh destroyed all of the evidence and if lana doesn't have the worst garrote defense i've ever seen in my entire life so somebody's got a garrot, and you're standing in front of them. What is? What's a garrot? A garrot. So a garrot is like when somebody has like, it can be done a couple of different ways, but essentially it's like rope or wire oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you choke somebody from yeah. behind with. Uh-huh. So the the operative, uh, the operative term here is behind. Don't turn around when somebody has a garrot because they're gonna yeah. fucking choke you out. Terrible defense. Terrible defense. Bad D. Bad D on Lana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kit, of course, who she found earlier, kind of sipping on some drugs, uh, saves the day, and they, they capture Threadson. And then at the very, very end of the episode, as uh, Dr. Arden is disposing of Grace's body, uh, the aliens make their return tray. And they take Grace's body? Yes, some, they take some it. Little, little don't footy you, prints. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you just see the flash of light. Mm-hmm. And that's where he gets the idea. Um, we also have the double cross. Oh, we, we talked about that, right? Yeah. The yeah, double the cross double cross of. Uh, so this is the next episode is where we see uh, Threats and Son in therapy. Yes, Dylan McDermott. He was a. So this is the focal point. He was the focal point of season one. He was. He was the man of the murder house. Okay, so this is like his backstory then. This whole no, not not no, 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 no. Uh, he, he his character. It's so it's different characters every. Oh, I'm season. sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how that could. It does get confusing, but like okay. he, 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 Dylan McDermott was the I guess quote unquote star of the show in the first season. Okay. Uh, they talked to him about uh coming back, and he he wanted to do something. He he's a fairly 
big name, Dylan McDermott, uh, at least in TV circles at that time he was. And uh, they, he wanted to come back, and they, they kind of offered him this, this role, and they were like, it's kind of perfect. And they were sitting in the, in the room, and they were like, so does he look like Zachary and Sarah? And they kind of put him together, and he kind of looks like Zachary Quinto, maybe a little bit. But what? I don't really care if he looks. Doesn't like look him like or J not. King that much. He does not look like J King. No, uh, does not look like J King. Though I would say J King doesn't look that much like like Zachary Quinto. Just the glasses and the hair. Maybe, maybe. if he like like, it, he, okay. So if Jay could either be Spock or Doctor Threadson, like I need him to dress up like that. Like yeah. Well, Slick I don't think he back, has the, the pointy. He doesn't have those weird pointy features, though. That's I thing. think we need the hair out of the way so we can fit hair and hats <laughs> out of the way so we can figure it out. Yeah, you can't. Well, we you can't see the up. boy's face, man. No. He's got. He's got stuff all in front. In front of him, there's yeah. always a mic and some boards and computers. He's always got a. He's always wearing a hat. He's got a beard. <sighs> we gotta get him Zachary Quintoed up so that we can we really. <laughs> decide this we gotta get him in like in a, in a yeah some spot costumes or something all right there's our three minutes for uh for, for one jay, person, for, he's for jay. He told me he was listening now good good so we have to shout him out every episode of course yeah. him and him and our other four listeners thank you for yes. listening thank you uh i feel i feel like this is kind of we've kind of touched on a lot of this episode already we already hit on uh pepper and the aliens coming back uh we hit on uh Arden convincing Kit to to die. We already talked about uh, the uh, McDermott, the bloody face stuff. So there's really not a ton to cover here, but I do I did like. So does this answer the question with Threats and Son about who the killer is or not? Is that a red herring? Who modern day bloody face yes. is? This yeah. is modern. I'm just gonna blow this one for you. If you weren't sure, this is modern day bloody face. It is yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about? the modern day storyline i didn't like it i've never really cared for it it seemed a little generic i I agree i felt like it was like now and it's gonna it will play at the payoff is fine the payoff is good Mm -hmm. the payoff is important it's it's uh the girl the pinhead girl it's the pinhead girl i guarantee you she's the aliens yeah no so where we like the aliens on the payoff don't really come there but for that storyline, and I think the payoff for the modern day bloody face is pretty good. It's fine, mm-hmm. but it, I, I kind of agree with you. I would have been fine without it, I guess. Yeah, you know, or if it was a little bit more woven into the regular story throughout the entire thing, it does tie back in at the end, obviously. But yeah, uh, I kind of agree with you. I wanted that was that was really the only thing about this season that stuck out to me as something that I really just didn't like. Yeah, like, it didn't overall it. as just. just kind of extra stuff it felt like they had 38 minutes of content for every every episode and like man if we had one more storyline we could really we could really hit this 44 minutes mm-hmm. but whatever it, it's fine it, it didn't really ruin anything but i did want to get your take on it let's okay so we got to talk about the monsignor and his project lee because we see the progression throughout this episode of him uh taking taking ian mcshane under his that's wing. the head priest Yes, Correct. yes, okay. yes. Uh, he's he's brings he brings Lee to Sister Jude's bed, who's yeah. getting full Lana treatment. She's now being uh, framed for Frank's death. I don't feel that bad for her. I don't know. Yeah, it's like she's like trying to be all like I. She apologizes to Lana. I'm just and like, I think I think fuck that, that off. You know that like, scene. No, fuck off. 
Dude, I think that scene right there was for uh, for the audience of like, yeah. like we feel bad that you're here, but we don't feel bad for you because yeah. like, and she even like, she's like, look, I know I did all of this to you, so I don't deserve any you know forgiveness or anything. But then she promises to get her out. And she says, last person to say that that didn't work out. Right. So well. Yeah. And also, it's it's kind of funny how like the person who put her there and put her in the situation. Yeah. yeah is saying i'm promising i'm pro- i promise you i'm gonna get you out well yeah, now you there now you have to like get yourself out first yeah. you're in here with me mm. let i've been in on this side longer than you how about i try to get you out yeah but fuck you because you put me here so you yeah. stay in here i got no sympathy for her really i don't either i like she's an incredibly sympathetic character without getting any sympathy uh, you know what i, I mean think she's a Character you pity more than sympathize. Thank with. you. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I like your vocab, bud. Yeah. Good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I. I. I agree. I totally. Totally agree. Uh, let's see. We already talked about the the coat hanger scene, but the yes. uh, the getting bloody face to confess by telling him that's that, a big ass tape recorder, <laughs> wasn't it though? Yeah. I like, like I, I love the concept almost. that he like snuck that thing up oh, on yeah. him. Oh yeah. Like we they didn't hear him like you're telling me those wheels didn't like screech the whole way in there. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Uh, nothing's Toothbrush. It's like the bad buggy at, 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 at the grocery store just creaking yeah. every time you walk six inches. Oh uh, let's see, and then of course Sister Mary Eunice ruining everything. As she uh, releases Threadson, which I loved. Uh, that might have been my favorite Sarah Paulson uh, performance throughout the season is when she re- realizes he's gone and she's tiptoeing back through the hospital. Of course, to run into Sister Mary Eunice, who she knows has let, her, let everybody go and mm-hmm. confirms that she's still got that baby in there. Don't worry, your coat hanger now Don't in worry. my possession has not done what you intended it to do. The the kit Code thing hanger. worked out. Uh, kid, the kit was able to die and bring back the so aliens. So did, did we know that he is he dead though? Is he is he dead dead or is he? I think he's back? dead as of now. But as I believe now he's like the right the cat in the box is both dead and alive. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how that how that plays out. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm with you. I, every time I see him, I just like oh he's like he looks like like someone who would play Spider Man. Like he, yeah, he's just a, he looks like someone from 2012. I, I mean, I'm not totally certain that uh, when Garfield was up for it, he wasn't in the running. My hell, it looks. I like mean, it was Peter a, Parker. Yeah. He was a, about that time when yeah. you know he's 22, 23, able to play in this. You know, 18 for the next 15 mm-hmm. years. He's got a baby face. Yeah. Um, he's good though. I think he's really, really good. Yeah, I, I think he's fine. I think he's good. For, I don't like his accent, but I think I know I don't I don't like his accent. Either. I think he's good for the amount of time on screen that he gets. Yeah. I would not want him uh, to be like my my leading man, but mm-hmm. as a support and supporting cast, I I think it's pretty tough to, is to he do the any leading better. Man, though? I think technically in this he is, but it's, it's such an ensemble. It's yeah. a little easier to you know. I, I guess like the first character you saw was him, right? Yeah, I get so like like I was saying, Dylan McDermott is kind of the leading guy in the first season or the yeah. star of the first season and i would say he is way more of a focal point it's not even close though so i think uh, zachary quinto was first build 
But I yes. think that's that doesn't that's just contract stuff. No, I think the star of this show, I think it can be argued it's either Lana or it's Sister Lana, Jude. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah I, I believe it's uh, Lana is your is your main character. Sister Jude is probably one A. Mm-hmm. Um, with maybe Kit being three, and, and the then aliens are four. Aliens are four. The super monsters are five. Yeah. Um. Frank is six. Fr- Frank is six. Ian McShane is seven, but Eight, nine he gets featuring Ian McShane. Right. Right. Yeah. I always love those like featuring and also. Start, like, I wonder like what that. Like, I would love to be in the contract negotiations yeah. for that. Like yeah, like when you're like when or uh, with. Like mm-hmm. everybody else is in it, and then you have one Death in the middle starring. with Robin Robin yeah. Williams. Like, how do you get the with? I and I think it, I don't know because yeah, I, I get know. I understand introducing. Like, I get that introducing Haley Joe Walsman. Right, he's been getting some Gr- work. Hey, have you ever seen that show? What we do in the shadows. Do you know what? I haven't really because yeah, there's this you know what? one. Bob and and, and G, uh, Bob and Corby would talk about it a lot. I know there's somebody else that's been talking about. I don't yeah. remember who it is, but the, you mentioned Haley Joel Osment and yeah. uh, the person that I'm talking. I don't want to mention names; it gets weird. Um, <laughs> he said it was the best episode, the Haley Joel Osment episode. Wow, it, you know what? That seems like maybe that person is sees a lot of himself in that character. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, Haley Joe Osmond doing good work. He's uh he's starting to look like Tim Allen's friend from Home Improvement. Definitely. Okay, <laughs> we're bringing it back to Al. Bringing big it Al. back to Al. Big Al, Big Al Mac, right? Or just Big Al. Just He's starting to look Al. like Big Al from Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you did. know what? Works for him. Hey. It's fine. Hey, he's getting roles now, right? Yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't done anything in uh, time. 10, 15 years. Do what uh, you got to do, playboy, hey, right? Chase that play, funny. Yeah, and uh, definitely lean into the funny if you're on the he, heavier he side. Is, uh, he is also in uh, The Boys. Yes. The episodes. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Good dude. Let's I don't know if he's see. Not, is there any? Okay, so uh, I think the only thing. He did have AIDS. He did have AIDS. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that we haven't touched upon in this episode is the crucifixion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Who did that? So I've been, like, yeah, I've been leading leading through uh, all of this for my Ian McShane uh, Was it Ian? That payoff. seems too... I think it was Ian McShane. I think you think he, it was Ian uh, McShane? I do. I think he... Because he, he drowned him. Yeah, I think he drowned him to unconsciousness and then nailed his ass to the cross is what yeah. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, that's but lot. that's how I always read it. Barry, it's a lot of stuff you have to do. That's a, it's picking up a body. That's one man doing that. That's got to be tough to do. No, not necessarily. So what you do is Let's is <laughs> okay. So you get the cross on the ground first. Okay. Oh yeah, the, I guess so. Yeah. You do it. Yeah, you dan- you nail him unconscious so that you're yeah. dragging you're dragging the monsignor over. Nail him to the cross. <laughs> then you just slide that bad boy up. Yeah. Easy. We should try it with uh, Matt. Okay. He would do it. <laughs> he for sure would. Yeah, he would do it. We'll tell him it's a Batman thing. He'll be in. Yeah, yeah, he'll be cool with it, you know? <laughs> we have to use real nails, though. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Of course. He won't stay up there. He'll just kind of... If you use rubber nails, they're going to they're gonna bend. Yeah, it ain't going to work. It's not going to work. He's going to slide thing. off or they're going to... or they're. It's just not going to work. Metal nails, steel, right, steel we're nails. We're going to do only. it, yeah, right in the... Railroad uh, nails, preferably. In the, in the studio, right when they walk in, you're going to see him nailed up. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It'll be right where in the cross of the TVs are. Yes, exactly. Be perfect. Right. Be beautiful. And then we'll put the cutout, the fat head of you. Mm, that next does not to exist him. anymore. <gasps> it's been so long since I've been to studio. It's, You've trashed uh, the tray it cutout. It was gone last year and made its way up to Denton. And I, I can't tell you where it is now. It's in an undisclosed location. Undisclosed location in a house on the campus of UNT. I've heard um, the head might have been severed off and put into a a bathroom. Wait a second. I, I would like to object to this because, sir... I helped pay for that, and well, I would sir, like it. I want my twenty dollar piece of it. Didn't tell you you had to pay for it, or you know I didn't do any of that. Well, we didn't really give it to you. We it was well, really for the studio. It was it a studio was gift of me, and I felt like since it was oh. my likeness, oh okay, I own it. Oh, and okay. so I see somebody I felt like listen to the ticket this week. It should go up to a place. That I feel like it belongs, and they could do whatever they want with it. Which is are you trying to tell me the head you, and put are you it telling in me you crucified your own cutout? Like I didn't do Ian anything. McShane to crucified it. the Pope. I didn't do anything to it. Someone else cut off the head and put it in a girl's bathroom stall. Well, I'm gonna need my back payment. Well, that's gonna come out of your pocket, sir. Asteroid. Go ask Saroy once you ask him about his opinions on what games he's played this year besides Warzone. <laughs> okay. You can ask him then. Yeah. I suggested they play a different game yesterday, and I got rejected to have court. So what was the game? What was it? When was he talking about this stuff? Oh, it's in the podcast, and then we'll talk about it well, later. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's uh, American Horror Story. We talked, I think, maybe more other stuff than American Horror Story. Uh, I'm liking. I think it's getting a little crazy. It gets a little off the wall sometimes, Travis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was just I was watching The Boys, and I'm really into The Boys right now, and this was maybe a little too... Not to say not that The Boys is down to earth. Yeah. But, uh, when you come out little... of superheroes and in, er, into this, it does. it's a little different. But like, it just this seemed a bit more kind of wonky, but I, I'm still liking the show. It's fun. Like I will never present this as like... Uh, a perfect piece of television mm-hmm. art, but it certainly is a piece of art and it's beautiful at times, but it is definitely crazy and it's meant to it be. It is so. crazy. Yes. All right. Well, we'll be back with, uh, three of the last four episodes. Yeah. And then we'll do another one for the finale. Yes, and, sir. Um, yeah, we'll be back with uh, some more next week. Oh, and then to tease on election week, we're going to do a fun pack of veep so the uh yeah yeah so the hbo show veep we're gonna do i'll present uh top five and i'll probably bring probably probably bring those have we done a show that's not on a streaming service what do you mean like somebody would have to like seek out other by other means i don't think so is there a show that's on i guess better call saul isn't well i guess the first few seasons are yeah. But like not current seasons. No, but if you have oh no, because AMC changed their thing to a paywall. Yeah. Um, no, but Veep uh, it will be on HBO. Veep's uh, on HBO. Veep's, Veep's on HBO. It may have some episodes on Hulu, but I don't remember. Um I'll pick out some, the top five. We'll watch those for election week. I love that show. It's uh it's amazing. Uh if you're if you're into if you're into like Seinfeld type comedy, it's yeah. right, right up your alley. 
So, so yeah, that'll be fun. To that when the world goes to shit after we don't know who gets elected on election day. Sure, maybe we, you can do it to the sounds of riots outside. Yeah, and gunshots. Be yeah. careful. Be safe. Vote. Vote with your wallet. <laughs> Just vote. <laughs> vote. Bye. Don't vote. Bye. Vote. 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 Don't. Vote. Bye.